Hey guys, please subscribe to our dad podcast. White man can't jump. White man can't jump. What's up, dude? <laughs> That's not the song, but there was a great soundtrack. That is the song from, okay, back in the day. VCRs. That's a song by like CeeLo, right? Yeah. Or, uh, or not <laughs> CeeLo. <laughs> Who's the guy that said, I wish? I wish? Uh, no, we can't talk about Back him, in the bro. day oh, you're when I was young. That's but CeeLo. I, I wish I was a little kid. bit CeeLo. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a But he said, ba- but he also saying, back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore or something like that. Yeah, I don't know any other Skilo songs behind. All right, White Man Can't Jump. Village Idiot Pod, we live. Two white men who can't jump anymore. I could once jump. I cannot. Two white, two white men that are not techno tards, but are but play one, but play some on TV. I just had to relaunch Google Chrome. Like this is a ridiculous. I feel like I'm half decent. I think you bring me down. No. Mm. Yeah, dude. I know what you're saying, but I feel like you bring me down because I'm known in my circles. In my <laughs> inner circles, I am known as the tech aficionado. That's and absurd. I know that you have an audiovisual background, so you obviously can run circles around that. But I, I am not an idiot, and I'm like a sponge, and I am not. I'm regressing. I don't disagree with you. I think computer-wise, you probably... Uh, my... my it's probably the just the recording and stuff. I, these these don't help. Probably. What is that? Was that a piggyback? The party party favors. No free yet. These things are sick though. Whistle pig piggybacks. No free yet. So whistle pig's weird to me though because it's. I think it has something to do with like maple syrup and I don't know. Dude, because I don't know. I never. It's had from like before. it's from like New Hampshire, or Vermont. It's really? whiskey from yeah. Whistle pig's like well respected and. And whiskey I saw it and on the boys. circles, but it is not a true bourbon. No, like, absolutely. Per se, if you're going on the bourbon trail, you're gonna have to go. Bourbon you know, trail don't go that. Take high a right. Way. Take a right. <laughs> talk to the guy in a yellow poncho. His name's Hank. He'll take you to the Whistle Pig Distillery because in Vermont. No, thank you. <laughs> you're gonna have to get on on the uh, on the ninety five. Good luck. No, thank you. But yeah, I have no desire dude, to ever go to Vermont unless Taylor Coppenrath came in. Oh, good skiing. Yeah, good I'm skiing. not a big skiing guy. <laughs> good people. Priscilla's from Vermont. Can you tell who today is? Is that Duncan? The Admiral David Robinson. Admiral. Dream Team Cup. So the, so the fake, fake whiskey... The fake whiskey, or the fake bourbon, because still whiskey is is a normal nomenclature, but they're calling themselves bourbon, and like I said, they're like an eight year, or six year. They're they're light on the años, but they're they're young in the whistle the, or in the yeah. bourbon game. But it's something to do with. I mean, I know Vermont's like a big maple syrup, sugar, sugar. Oh whiskey. yeah, they I don't syrup understand up there. Yeah. 
But I don't understand why they Fame came up with this up great whiskey. But you're saying that they're doing like blackberry lemon fizz yeah, dude, it's whiskey. Eight percent. How's your heartburn after that? Don't know. First time. First could time caller, bad. long time listener. <laughs> it could be bad. I, and I, I'd, I'd stayed away from them. A lot of the stuff I'm into, a lot of people swear by it. I, I haven't tried it till today. We'll see. I mean, it's good. It's good. I'm not a huge bourbon guy either, though. So, you know, not that that's traditional bourbon, but it still provides that that uh, kind of bourbon whiskey aftertaste, which generally is what I stay away from because at one time I was a bourbon guy, <laughs> but not like a bourbon guy, like a. But We're bourbon doesn't whatever we can get. Let's yeah, but get bourbon doesn't Canadian uh, mist. Yeah, go Canadian that. mist. That was my that was my uncle's <gasps> go to. Tough. Um, it was it was the cheap answer to um Crown Royal Seagram Seven. Yeah, Crown Royal. Yeah, that was the right. cheap answer. Same thing. Place. Seagram Seven. Crown Royal is probably a smoother Seagram Seven. Canadian whiskeys are mild by nature, but that's not bourbon though. Because bourbon yeah, doesn't lend itself to binge. Binging, binge drinking and bourbon is a bad combination because I just feel like it's it leads to acid reflux and heartburn, even if you are the youngest angina, you know, candidate. So even if, it, if you're young on the scale of, of heartburn and you can just eat, you're a garbage disposal, as we like to call it, you know, you can eat two Italian beefs and deep dish pizza in the same day, 24 hour span and not get, get that. But you still don't want to do a, seven shots of bourbon in one night or drink. But I nine, remember those days. Dude. Nine bourbon Cokes. That was, I remember those days. There's just some things you grow out of, man. I can't hammer down. Like, I mean, look at us Friday night. I mean, mm. I probably didn't need to say that. Nobody Full disclosure. Needed, Nobody needed to know we were that big of losers. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of into it. You know, keeping protocols up anyways. But, you know, uh, I had to uh, too far into it. Me and my wife's little show we do, we pick a kid of the week because her nonprofit supports kids and stuff. And I, I never mm-hmm. play along with, like, the actual positive theme to helping children or, like... So my kid of the week this week was Bronny James for having to put up with the shitty dad his entire life. So that was Don't my kid of the week. Don't you think that's a little risque for considering there's a lot of street cred? For, for Bronny the, James? Uh, no, for the nonprofit. Yeah. It was on the CBS <laughs> Morning News, and you're talking about Bronny James? Well, he might the have same sentence as it. I was very well. Here's the deal: my wife's nonprofit is trying to help children, and I think Bronny James is not just because he's privileged does not mean he's but out of it that. It should be way. helping LeBron then, right? Because LeBron's no, the I'm child, not into the child of the parents two. and teaching him how to be a father. I, you know, I think he's probably too far gone. The pro, the thing we need to do is keep Bronny safe until he's able to get out of the grasp of that idiot. That's what we what need they- to do as a society. What my wife it? just came the... down to get ice cream and is looking at me like I'm an absolute psychopath. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? What is um like 
Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears have. A conservatorship seems like it could be that way for Bronny too. No, Um, he doesn't need it. Well, you did see like LeBron hold the entire NBA hostage, right? Like, well, well, you see, you saw his announcement. I just don't like. You can hear that that in the background too. We got a lot of background noise. We don't have. Yeah, we do have have a lot of background noise. Soundproof studio. Well, I mean. She's pregnant. What, she's she pregnant. She's to, allowed. She's apologizing, and she has two tubs of ice cream. In. I was gonna say, what's the microwave for, though? What the, she, is the it, chocolate syrup or something? No, the uh, it's a little white trash. What the yeah. microwave's for? It's it's because we can't wait ten minutes. Honey buns? to thaw it out. Uh, <laughs> you gotta drop uh, like, a, I, like a. I thought it was like a weird combo, like. Like uh, fried pickles with, no, with uh, uh, you're rainbow sherbet. Where your brother went. The place by Austin P that does the fried honey buns and ice cream. You ever had those? Yeah. That burger joint? That yeah, shit is so Jans. good, dude. Cash on. Jack's. John's Jack's. Something John's like Jack's. that. Something, Something like uh, that. Maybe Johnny's Big Burger is the Johnny's name. Big Burger. And then there's Correct. a Kelly's Big Burger. Which right. is obviously an offshoot. I've been there one time, and it was very close to a Waffle House. Most it, most it, brother combinations, it was either there was a home, uncle, there, cousin, or a brother. With its own homeless guy, where it was just sitting there making people feel bad for him, so they would feed him. Like, and nobody would tell him to leave. It was so uncomfortable. Whenever he was hungry, he would just start yelling like he was having a seizure or something. <laughs> and somebody would buy him some hash browns and get him to shut the fuck up. But he just kept going. <laughs> oh no, the edible did kick in. We were worried about that with all the technical no, difficulties. My wife is agreeing with me in the background. She's like, "They no. did, they did." <laughs> yeah, the honey bun. Um, I did have that Johnny's Big. You're right. It's Johnny's Big Burgers right across the street, right on Wilma Rudolph, um, across the street from campus. Probably is not the original owner or anything. Um, but what yeah, do you great think the original spoon. owner's name is? Kelly. <laughs> do you think they were um, the a ma- couple that were are divorcees? No, Kelly's a guy's name for a burger joint. Kelly's Big Burger is a dude, I guarantee. Kelly's you think a dude. so? Yeah, I had an uncle. No, but you don't Keller. think that those but, were originally the same restaurant? Kelly's Johnny's Big, Big, Burger? Big Burger and Kelly's Big Burger had to be the same place. Like in Clarksville, Tennessee, how many Big Burgers are there? Like, that had to be a result of a split. Somebody needs to get us that info. Yeah, but I guarantee Kelly was the brainchild because he sounds like a, bur- a greasy spoon burger joint owner. But his real estate's not as good out there in Clarksville. Where is it at? I can't remember. Well, I, I don't Kelly's is down on the river. And oh, Johnny's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally like right on campus. Like it's right next to the bookstore. You want me to get an answer? I, I'd love to get that. an answer. Some of these people that have taken me <laughs> to both places are deceased, by the way. The person that took me to both places my first time yeah. is now deceased. And he's the one, the reason why I wanted Rest to be on the radio. Rest in peace. Pour out some liquor. The Wolfman, Greg. Oh, the yeah, Wolfman yeah. Walker. That's what, back in your radio days, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's my dream to be a have a sports talk radio. Longest Even in like the longest new age running sports t- longest running <laughs> local sports talk radio show in the history of mankind. 
Greg the Wolfman Walker. I don't know, was once a scout for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I respected the hell out of them. They're up in Indy this week, draft combine this week. What do you think? I don't know, but. Well, you think the Bears looking at Amari Cooper now? Should we go at. What are are the Bears doing? (laughs) I don't know, but everything I read is like they're going to draft one of his receivers in the second round. There's two. One's graded a first round pick, one's graded a second round pick. I think he needs to spend all the draft picks on the front. Just let's just do everything in the front. Just let's protect Justin Fields. Hopefully. We need to protect him. I'm still not. Like I saw like a DJ Shark free agent was like one of their key. I see that all the time. That doesn't excite me. Amari Cooper doesn't excite me. Anything the Bears are doing is exciting right now, man. It's extremely disappointing. The Bears will probably draft or sign a free agent tight end. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's exactly what they'll do. Yeah, and it'll be a moderately fast buff white dude. (laughs) <laughs> with good hair and that's where we'll land again you know it's i mean isn't it it's the most predictable thing ever sell the fucking team or i'm getting off the fucking i was gonna say, i was just about to say wait, can wait, we wait, sell wait, the team? i'm just over it maybe, maybe things are kicking in i'm just tired of the mccaskies i'm tired of the whole dance because the dance is always the same it's always the same and this time it was more predictable than anything they even picked guys with the same fucking name <laughs> like, they, like we didn't even try to switch it up. We're not even switching email addresses anymore. I can't do I'll it get, anymore, dude. Yeah, they thought that they thought it was like my parents won't switch uh, yeah. cable providers because they're worried that they're gonna have to get a new email address because they've had a Comcast email address well, since exactly. the nineteen twenties. Since Al Gore first had his, an inkling of inventing I'm pretty sure my parents' email addresses are bellsouth.net, which exactly, was like right? AT&T, I think. Uh-huh. I think AT&T bought out Bell South. Dude, I don't I, know if I you were I was rolling into an account. I was rolling into an account. No, I know about, all about that type of stuff, though. Uh, I was rolling into an account, and there was a still existing payphone For outside. Real? Were you in it was attached to a gas station. No, it was in Gallatin. <laughs> eh. No, it was cut. It was cut. There was no landline. So I got a great story, though, about... I think they'd be cool as shit to have in your house. So, the one of the one of the train lines that, that my hometown, Chris Lake, was on, ran all the way to Harvard, Illinois. And Harvard, Illinois was about five miles from the Wisconsin border. And if you fell asleep on the train after Is that by the Dales, the Dells, no, yeah, that's that way. like two and a half hours north of oh. that, straight north. But if you fell asleep after a good run in the city, you might have been like, you know, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go sleep in my own bed, and then been like, the last train left twelve thirty, straight straight out of the city. But you could pick it up at like eight minute increments as you went out to from like. You know, basically straight northwest, but there was some areas of some bar areas, so you could hop on a train and be home, but you had to stay awake. And if you weren't with your crew, if you weren't 
with someone to keep you up, you had to like almost tip the um, conductor to wake you up. So there's a couple times where you end up late night and you're like, oh, snap, I'm two towns over the wrong direction. And it's 20 minutes in between. 20, 25 minutes Dude, in between time. Illinois is a so, weird place, man. Like, it so one time, I, one time I roll up on a Sunday night after a Bears game, and I I roll up so early that I'm like, let's do this. My buddy ran a cab back in the day. So I called him up. and like, turn the meter off, come get me, but do your thing first. I'm like, I'm going to hang out a little bit at Harvard. Because it's Sunday night, and there was a uh, Packers were playing on Sunday night or something. So I'm like, I'm going to do a little pub crawl. So I go out in downtown Harvard, Illinois. I see a transvestite on a date eating a pine, like, or not a, uh, a tombstone pizza, a frozen pizza at a bar. Was it still frozen? Yeah. Um. There was a dog running around. In, the, in another bar, and then I go, my phone dies, don't have a charger, and this is like early on cell phones. So I call on a rotary payphone in a bar, like on the bar nice. top. I've never seen it before. I've heard these exist in like Europe, but you just pick them Where'd up. Where'd you drop it the cord? So like, do, do, like it was like a slot. up the receiver yeah, like, and, and drop the quarter under you? yes yeah so dude. i asked the bar Welcome i asked the bartender the i said hey i said hey barkeep i'm like i'm like where i'm like i gotta call phone book because i gotta look up the number yeah. now to get dispatched now he's gonna have to turn the thing it's probably gonna cost me 80 bucks he's gonna turn the meter on but i'm like because i can't remember i don't know my buddy's uh you know cell phone number or whatever by heart there was but, nothing cooler I called it. I called it. I figured it out. Dude shows up, and I had a blast. Like, people were buying drinks. Bartenders were feeding me drinks. They were like, what did you do? And I was like, man, I'm just hanging out. It's Sunday night in Harvard. What are we doing? <laughs> there's dogs running around in the bar. There's trans. There's transvestites with like eighty year old farmers that didn't it's know like they the were on a date with a trans Atlanta, dude. dude. It was it was a star. I call it the Star Wars bar. So the bar from the first Star Wars when they go to yeah, get the Millennium Jabba Falcon. No, when they go, no, no. Jewish. When they go meet Han Solo and Chewbacca yeah, and he and and it's Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker and they're like we need a passageway to the whatever blah 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 whatever and he's like I got you and they're like you know. And there's crazy, weird alien stuff going on. That's what I love. It's just going and people watching. But I was, I'm telling you, I've seen some weird stuff. But that that train line, man, like people used to get some stuff done. People think Illinois, they think Chicago, and they don't realize. I don't. Most people don't realize that Chicago is about the most industrious city in all of Illinois. And it's very similar. I spend a lot of time. P-Town. You know, P-Town Yeah, but I'm saying like Chicago is the pinnacle. Like there's Chicago and then a giant drop off. 
Oh yes, right. As yes, far yes, as like yes. big cities in Illinois, like you, like in California, yeah, there's only you one. Have Los there's Angeles, only one. San Fran, exactly. So there's Chicago. With St. Louis. St. Louis is is on the border. Yeah, but that's even that is, dude. Trust me, spend time there. Even that's mm-hmm. a barren mm-hmm. wasteland mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point, and that's East St. Louis, which is even more of a barren wasteland than than St. Louis, if we're honest. Um, there was a population shout peak. Out Murphy Lee. Um, there was a population peak of eleven million something and change, and about seven million was seven to eight million was Greater Chicagoland. So yeah, continue. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like where and, and it's similar to Georgia, where we have Atlanta, and then mm-hmm. everything else is much much smaller. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've been spending a lot of time in Florida. Floor, this is going to sound bad. I spent time in inner cities, anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared to go in any project, anything like that. I'm very comfortable. Inland Florida, <laughs> Central Florida, is the scariest place on the planet by far to me. Is there a scarier group of individuals? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the... It's, it's just, it's almost like the outback. Allocator it's Alley. Mad Max Fury, Fury Road. Allocator Alley. Yes. It's it's horrifying to me. And I was I'm, trying to explain that to some of my Orlando counterparts down there. And they're like, it's not that bad. I was like, dude, I'd rather walk in Compton. All right. All right. Wait. Yes. Scariest. Pl- Chicago. <laughs> scariest place. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, we've alluded <laughs> the fact that we would, we would fit in better. In an urban environment, scariest places to be in rural USA Florida. are. I think the Bayou of Louisiana is a little scary. I think anywhere anywhere where the preferred okay. mode of transportation is a fan boat. I call love it, it. A fan boat. See, I got chastised by those my what is it called? counterparts. They said it's called an airboat. I yeah, said, okay, guys. But I call if, it a fanboat. We've always yeah, called but it a fanboat. If anybody in America sees that, that's not you people. It's a fanboat. It's a boat with a fan a fan attached boat. to it. Like, mm-hmm. But see, back to what you said about Louisiana. I agree with you there. But I think inland Florida and Louisiana, like mm-hmm. inland, like I think that's one in the same. Like okay. I think they're then, very, obviously, very, when you get the gator, the, like, Maybe the West language Virginia. sounds the same, but they're interchangeable. Obviously, West Virginia. What if they? What if Louisiana, Florida, West Virginia amount an army? It's well. It's what about terrifying. Alabama? Like, there's there's parts of Alabama and Mississippi that I'm not too Mississippi. Yes, Alabama. I think's probably on the lower end. I think they're they're probably the biggest of the little hillbilly states. If that makes sense, does that make sense? That was probably mean for me to say, but. They have Huntsville, which has what NASA. About, what about Texas? Texas, I don't even like to include them in anything. I, I don't. They don't they, want to be included in anything. Well, they, but they also do. Like, it's you can't please them with Texas. It's you left us out or we're better than you. That's all. What about Missouri? What about Missouri and Missouri? Missouri is almost Midwestern to me, besides St. Louis. Ozark's I, really really pulled the curtains Ozarks back, is weird. And when people are like, you're right, they are the Midwestern 
West Virginia Hilljacks. So, and I have a weird way of. So, when I think Ozarks, I think Hot Springs, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way I look at those things. Because, you know, Hot Springs was the place for all the Chicago mob and everything to hide out. And the Ozarks were also kind of related in there, too. Oh, it was. Did you? What, like real story? Yeah, real story. That's what Hot Springs, Arkansas. It has like its own, like French Lick, Indiana, kind of, where they just have this massive resort that's just, no one can really figure out why it's there. <laughs> like, it's like, wait, it's the most beautiful golf in the world in Hot Springs, Arkansas. It's like, yeah, that's weird. So it's, it's a place that have little interstate access, but still have a little bit of community. That's, it's the way organized crime works. Don't know if you know, but do I grew up, uh, and I actually moved later on right down the street from a bog. Do you know what a bog is? Where know. Al Capone used to oh. dump his bodies. What a lot of Al Capone know, stories. No, no, yeah. Tour guides, everything. It was what Volo Volo Bog. Volo State Park. Kind of like Kentucky, uh, what's the movie? Kentucky, uh where uh so the bog is a living they bury the things under the bridge a black mass um whitey i think they got it from i think they exaggerated the whitey bulger story and they put the like you know kind of threw in a little bit of godfather a little bit yeah and the departed a little bit of sopranos new jersey and then but they took the al capone so it's literally like he ran around between Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, Chicago, one and then he would like, dump bodies on the way in this bog. And the bog would encapsulate the, it's a living creature. It's like a living ecosystem that encapsulates, mummifies the bodies and sinks them down and like pulls the weeds down. It's quicksand almost. Almost, yeah. Um, yes, I, know, I do know, I didn't know that was a title for it. But yeah, it's like quick, it's almost like it uh, has a pulse. The way it pulls down. But they used to be like, you could be walking. Like, it would have, like, these little floating, like, flotillas or whatever of stuff. That's wild, man. They're like, you could be walking on Al Al Capone's, you know, whatever. Old bookkeeper. He spent some time in Georgia, too. That's how he, that's how he's, I think. (laughs) That's where he picked up. No, that was, I think it was Miami or Havana. (laughs) But... Great they movie do scare about, you. Uh, Miami Mob is the one with Ben Affleck, even though he's a big time douchebag. Uh, though, what's it called? Live by Night, maybe. Check it out. Never heard of that one. Again. It's phenomenal. He moves out of the Northeast into Miami to take over. It's a great mob movie, new school. Is it a sequel to The Accountant? Where he's the autistic uh, sniper? <laughs> uh, they they're. They're equally as good with numbers, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but other than that, no. I, I, I'm not an Affleck guy, but I'm saying check it out. It's good. I'm big organized crime Wait, movie guy. are you an Affleck guy or a Baffleck guy? Baffleck or Affleck? Affleck, like you don't, you don't like to have... The, I am... You don't like to have the extra insurance in case you get hurt on the job and you can't work for two weeks? Or... <laughs> Or you don't like Matt Damon's old best friend that you used to... Either. You know. Either. I'm progressive. <laughs> I got progressive, dude. 
No, Wait, I, we said we were. Like we said way. we hated Marky Mark. We're just gonna get bashed in Boston. I don't want. I don't to care. Have a I bad name in Boston. Boston stinks, dude. I love Boston. I feel like it's a sister city to Chicago. No way, dude. The movie The Town, another great movie. Great. Yes, but it's exactly what it Boston is to me. <laughs> like oh, that is man. Boston, and but that's another place to me. Like I'd rather go in a different. I, Boston is a place that is kind of scary. I think Boston's kind of like West Virginia. Or like if you took all those things, gave them different acts, you, accents, yes, and just dropped yes. them into a, like an urban environment, that's Boston. I was trying to think like, you know, I used to be moderately Pittsburgh. scared of the unknown. No, Pittsburgh's not scared. Uh, but it could yeah, be actually, it could be scared. But um, got family there. Got family in Boston. But I used to be mildly scared of uh, Tennessee because I agree. Tennessee had a re- reputation other than you Daniel Boone. East Tennessee out being, there? Dude, Natalie's family's from Bristol. Well, that and that's what I'm talking about. Like in Eastern Kentucky, or mom's from like, Bristol. Like the she's uh, there right now. I don't know if you ever seen a show called Justified on uh, mm-hmm. FX. Phenomenal. Love that dude. What's that dude's name? Raylan Givens or Boyd no. Crowder? Because Boyd Crowder is my all-time. No, not the name in the show. The dude, the actor. Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Hit really good. He really. was so good in that, too. Timothy Oliphant. rewatch a, on that. That's a great show. Don't get the credit. If we ever it. make it, I would love for Timothy, Timothy Oliphant to be a guest. <laughs> Cause that dude's. Uh, I don't know if we had could, to make it for that dude. <laughs> like, no, I, saw, I remember Conan loved him. Conan loved yeah. him. And I was like, "Who is this?" And I, I was like, "Oh, it. I've seen him. He's on. He was on a, in a crappy movie that I loved too, like a zombie apocalypse type movie. I think he, he was, was like also a sheriff in the HBO show Deadwood. Mm-hmm. Main character in Deadwood, which had a, a cult file. We've just gone way down the rabbit. We can't bring it. this back. I love it. Dude. This is no, like. This is cool. like. This is like a uh, answering, you know, like if I leave a message, I might be driving or something. Something happens or whatever. I yell at somebody for, you know, going too slow. And then somebody's like, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. (laughs) This is the dot dot. What was like the friends used to put? Like they had a name every episode and they're like the one that that they do this on. And it's like, it'll be, it's going to be tough to, 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 how many characters do you have? But, you know, I don't like to be pigeonholed. We, I have, I watch less and less sports. I have less and less time I'm in my the life. Same way, dude. Um, I've got the Bulls bucks on in the background. I have a a thirty two inch monitor in my office here that uh that I don't even, I haven't even mirrored the screen into yet. I use it as background TV. I watch the news in the morning when I work on it. It's. The Bulls are down 57-53, start of the third, backdrop of the, the city. Jack shit. <laughs> it, like, Doris, it Burke. Doris Burke is the is the color commentary. I'm just looking at the beautiful, beautiful people of Chicago. They don't have to wear a mask anymore. City. It reminds I me of... I think COVID's over, dude. Like, I just don't think it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, Putin canceled that. What are saying. <laughs> Putin canceled that. I just saw where like somebody else was just like, "Yeah, 
We're gonna pretend it never happened. <laughs> can I can I say this though about watching the the Bulls and the Bucks and watching the United Center? I was listening to some Ray Allen stuff where he was like, "Yeah," and then I was the first time I played Jordan. You know, they were like, burr, 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 and then the Bulls stampede, and he's like, "I'm at the United Center playing Jordan." Holy shit! You know, I made it, but. What a terrible the United Center Stadium was so much better. Chicago Stadium was so cool. Soldier Field, people think it's cool. It's not that cool. Um Wrigley Fields Wrigley Fields Wrigley Fields been bastardized through the years. Wrigley Fields, the ultimate, you take your son to a game for the first time, you have you walk out, you see the Ivy, it's a day game, you keep score, you get uh, Cracker Jack, you know, you get popcorn but, and peanuts. Yeah, but can we say get, about Wrigley Field that the only thing it has left is the Ivy? Wrigley Field yeah, is used not to take, Wrigley Field. Like my it's dad took the him, Ivy. We could have drove, but we just took the, you know, I had to learn how to park at day games when I was older, in my 20s, late teens, whatever. But we, you had to learn how to park on the street and get to the game without paying for 40 bucks, mm-hmm. 35 bucks. For parking, she didn't have that kind of loot. But my dad still, we took the Skokie Swift. We took the part of the purple line to the red line. We parked somewhere weird, and then we ended up. We still took. We came off the red line, just like you would see in the, you know, Harry Carey. Like that's that's what my that's WGN Wrigleyville area when that's where like that's cool. Like the old Comiskey, but I went to two games at the old. Right. I went like, to two games at the old Comiskey. The old Comiskey was kind of cool. Everyone said it was kind of a dump. It was kind of a bandbox. It had the um, the stupid uh, Baltimore uh, feel, kind of, but not as industrial. Uh, right Camden on top Yards? of it, Camden Yards, like but you know Camden how like Yards the upper decks, sick. like yeah, but the upper deck was like stacked or whatever. I went to like two games there. And I was like, oh, this is actually way cooler than the new one. Dude, that's, it's just one of those things. Like, so Wrigley now, the way the way it's set up where they've taken it and they've changed Wrigleyville a lot. Like, so if you took the IV a lot. out of it. Yeah, uh, uh, what I'm they saying. They killed it. So, But that's what I'm saying. So if you took the IV out of it and you took the Cubs off of, of it, could you recognize it as Wrigley Field? I don't know if you do anymore. Yeah, because you're in the middle of a, you're in the middle of a neighborhood. Like, but I'm saying, like, if many... you take out all the indicators, because there was just architectural mm-hmm. things that were like, oh, that's it. It's not that anymore, dude. Like, it's dude. There's so many used bad. To be the whole, remember there's so many blind spots. There's so many blind spots with 27 inch like. 780 pixel. They always show like, that front main TV, like two twos. They don't yeah, show it anymore. Like on WGN or anything, them. how that was always kind of the lead up when you were watching. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. where I was in Atlanta, it was mm-hmm. probably like mm-hmm. maybe I would say like a what are they like four p.m. or whatever. They uh, get arrested in school. I oh yeah. School. I, yes. I would get home from school. I would watch Sean Dunstan, Mark Grace. I'd watch all these Dun- guys. The Seanometer. But Sean-o-meter. the way the the broadcast would lead off, it, it wouldn't start with the um, the IV or anything. It would always show mm-hmm. you the corner. 
like the no. The sometimes they would show they would show like a sailboat on well, where Lake Michigan. I went. Like then, when you come back from when you came back from the uh, Arnie Harris, I met him. Arnie Harris was the one that said taught me that you're not supposed to wear white pants uh, after Labor Day or before. You can only wear white pants from between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I don't even know dudes wear white pants. But besides, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, besides, oh yeah, I wore them later on. Pulled them off dude, at, a, at my buddy's, my cousin's wedding, and. I don't know what to put up. Zubas. Oh, Zubas. But yeah, Arnie Harris said he was the producer for WGN. And I met him one time in in St. Louis. They were playing Cubs Cardinals and they were at Union Station in St. Louis the doing a only good broadcast. St. Louis. I just thanked him <laughs> and I said, Arnie, thank you for helping raise me. Because I was like, they, but it was always Harry would always give credit to Arnie Harris for like some thing, but it was like a old wives tale type of thing. And he'd be like, See, yeah, Arnie just told me, you know, yelled at me for wearing white pants because it's after Labor Day. I was like, what the heck is going on before Google? You like, that was like basically how you learn how things work was Arnie Harris on WGN. But he used to always Dude, just show the hotties. Man. Show the hotties in the in the bleachers <laughs> in like the late eighties, early nineties. Your kid came home from school. They cut back from uh, in between innings and they superimposed the score over Lake Michigan, somebody out on the on like a on the boat, whatever. They superimposed, like you said, people coming off the red line, coming off the L, the L tracks. Like at the stop, they superimpose the Clark and Addison, which I believe, you know, Belushi gives as his home address in Blues Brothers or whatever is whatever it is, sixteen hundred or eighteen hundred. I can't even remember what, whatever the address is of Wrigley Field, but that's just like how I grew up, you know, kind of like way cooler than certain things that, you know. Less is sometimes more. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's sometimes if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I really thought that didn't have a big part of my upbringing, but I always thought they really ruined. I was at the first game ever at the, the new Comiskey. It was Comiskey, you know, Comiskey Park. And it was yeah, terrible. Yeah. Frank they had to redo the up. <laughs> they had to redo the upper deck. Dude. Because it's so ter- crazy. Because it was terrible. Is, I was in. I grew up outside of Atlanta, um, and I grew up in the time. This is crazy. All of a sudden, a baseball pod, but we're talking about when baseball was the shit, right? Like, we're Mm -hmm. talking about when baseball was the absolute shit. So, I grew up outside of Atlanta, and my parents met in Chicago. Uh, My dad was working in the same industry. Um, He lived down by Wrigleyville. My mom is from the Hammond, Indiana, like the region. So the armpit, the armpit. Yeah, but but so that's where my ties. Like that's why it's one of the reasons I am the way I am. But I'm in Atlanta and growing up outside of Atlanta at the time where the Braves are just like the Kings. You know, I'm 36 years years old, so there were 14 years of my life. Ron Gant. Yeah, dude, what. Ron Campbell was Justice? so sick, dude. Like, the Braves were just the teetotal shit. Steve so, Bedrosian? And my dad, grew up, he <laughs> he grew up in Atlanta. 
He just happened to be living in Chicago. He came up through the Braves minor league system. Never was big league or anything like that. But I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's it's actually a crazy story. I'll never tell it. I will get him on it to let him tell it. I will never tell it for him. But um, huge, huge Braves fan. My dad is. Um, naturally, I rebelled against that. And the only option was, it was WGN. So we had TBS, TNT, everything. So where my dad would constantly go Braves, Hawks, just Atlanta stuff. The only thing I had to go against him that wasn't nationally Where was he from originally? My dad is from Georgia originally. Okay, that makes yes. sense. Yes, um, and then he moved to Chicago for work. He was in he's the same industry. I remember that. Um, which my industry is Chicago is the play like it's everybody comes from Chicago in my industry. Believe it or not, I got some stories about that too. We'll we'll have to take them offline, but there there's some deep stuff, some deep ties. Um, but yeah, so the only option I had to go against him was. You know, I'm going to watch WGN, but I get home, the Cubs would be playing or the White Sox would be playing. I was a one, Frank Thomas was a hero of mine. Um, you know, anything, the, the crazy thing, WGN, you didn't get a lot of Bears coverage on WGN. It felt mm-hmm. like when I was a kid, you, you, you didn't get a ton of Bears coverage, but you could always have the Bills, Cubs, White Sox. And I would go home, I'd watch the Cubs or the White Sox play, and I'd get a tennis ball and my mitt. And the way our house was built, like, I could just bounce a tennis ball and I would just pretend I'm catching grounders after I'd mm-hmm. watch the Cubs play. It was You're supposed to play that, you know, against the brick wall or the yeah, garage door. It's, yeah. Well, but you guys don't have garages down here as much. No, I almost – I. <laughs> Well, you obviously know where I live now because you used to live here, but I almost just took back alley pictures of our entire neighborhood, and it's hilarious to know that the dude who designed it is from Chicago because it's just all garages in the village. You know, you used to live That's here. That's the way it is. Just all garages. Yeah, it is. It's comfy. So, but anyways, that was a sentimental cine- story about Allie's in the WG. city. You know that you're... Do you know when you enter an alley, when you cross over, when you're da- when you're driving through an alley and you make through a cross street, you're supposed to honk. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you're that? trying okay. to warn. Out. That's just like yeah. forklift rules, dude. Blue car. Oh, I don't know. All my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I learned that back back <laughs> in the day, back home. But yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're forced to learn a lot of things at an early age. I got my hair cut today, and the guy was like, "Yeah, he basically did that." Are, you made it out alive type of thing. And I was like, man. Like out of Chicago? Yeah, he's like, do you miss it? And then he like laughed. And I was like, yeah, I do, actually. I'm like, I miss no, a see, lot a of things. Because um, there's way more street smarts. Well, no, there's a different type of street smarts. But there's way more. It's just different. People so who different. grew up. In- I've lost a lot of it already. I'll maintain, and I, I don't say pop anymore. <laughs> but I, I, I grew up outside. Um, I say right outside of Atlanta. I, I maintain that people at at our age, our generation, whatever you want to call it, 
who grew up in cities and in around cities are better prepared for today's kind of lack of a better word, cancel, whatever, cancel culture, whatever. Just because you're you're just around, you you've been around more. I, I've seen things more. I have different types. It's 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 a less secluded type deal. Problem solving, one on one. Well, you have to do it. Like you didn't have a choice, <laughs> you know. I'm watching uh, LeBron's commercial with his, with his uh, younger self, I guess. Dude, I've been um, full. Wait, okay, so wait, let's talk about LeBron real quick. Did you see the clip of him lolly gagging, lolly pussyfooting it, whatever you want to call it? Did you see it though, where he he came down and then he tried to like post up? And they didn't give him the ball. Then they, somebody shot a three, and then he didn't go for the offensive rebound, even though he knew that that was going to be Brick City. And then he trot, He did his trot where he kicks his butt with his, his uh, dude kickers. Yeah, no, no. You know what I'm talking about when you when you would do like the high knees, like to stretch out your quads yeah. or whatever, and you kick. And he does that sometimes where we he just jogs in kickers. place. Dude kickers. I don't, I don't know. But he, but he. He literally like just—it's the funniest thing. It's like a cartoon where he just yeah. jogs real slow He's and kicks an his butt. Joke of a human being. And, and the fact but that everything he, was like, "You do not ever tell me one more time that he is the greatest." Because Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, there's no video evidence ever, and there's no firsthand account of that ever, and no one would ever say that there is even you know if they were just trying to make a name for themselves because they would be outed as total frauds because it's never happened i don't think that's i legit and it's crazy because i know it's only been a week but i legit think um you're not i think jordan jordan dominated so hard at the all-star game it's almost like it's not even a conversation anymore it's like everybody forgot about it now everybody hates lebron which it it seems like the world's coming around that this guy's an absolute stooge because have you seen like where they're getting in fights with fans now at the lakers game like he's talking shit to fans he's like how many championships have you won? <laughs> and he's like, dude, you've only the, the dude in the stands is like, you've only won three more championships than me. That's not that many, dude. No, four. Right? <laughs> or whatever. Still, LeBron's only won four more championships than me. I'm within single digits. <laughs> like, dude. One hand's worth. Yeah, dude. But yeah, somebody yeah. was like, somebody put uh you know, he's got more points, he's got more rebounds, he's got more assists, whatever. And they're like, he's played 4,500 more games than he, yes. than, than Michael. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's Hank like, Aaron so... all over again. He just can't. Yeah, dude, I got some insight on that, too. Yeah, all maybe a little bit of Hank Aaron. But Hank Aaron played for fucking ever, dude. Mm-hmm. Hank Aaron averaged like seven home runs a all right. year. He just played for Anybody that played, years. anybody that was like, Ended up as a first baseman in the National League or a DH in the American League, played too long. But like was was like 
You know what I'm saying? Like had four different but positions, dude, were... but they finished as the first baseman. Okay. Like what can you play when you're 48 okay. years old? Hank Aaron played hey, first base wait, probably. Wait. National League first baseman, first name, go. Huh? First what? person you think of, National League first baseman. Will Clark. No shit, dude. Mm. I swear to God that was who I was going to say. Really? I, yeah, I hate dude. Him. But it that left. But I love him. Sweet swing. Oh man, it was. So I sweet. mean, Mark Grace is another sweet swing and left. That was. Pr- but he swung heaters. We are so and... in line right now because Will Clark was who I was going. It absolutely, absolutely. I don't think I like the National lefties. League baseball used to be so cool. I like pine tar from my first baseman, and I like uh, not using batting gloves from my first yeah. baseman. Do you lefties, I like that. I like that too. The National Griff, obviously. Like, I love lefties. If if the National League were to go to war with the American League, do you remember oh, those man. days? Like they would have just beat the dog shit. Like just the toughness. Because you used to think American League, what were the teams you'd think? Seattle. <laughs> like that's my era. You think American League, you think Seattle. Um Actually, no, Cleveland was in there. But in that time, Cleveland was so much further west to me in my head than it actually was because I always associated American League, West Coast, National League, East Coast. That's just how my head worked back in the day. Still does. Easy way to work. Better travel, save on fuel. I don't know who your geography teacher was, but... You needed to watch. I don't either. I'm from the Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Dude, I used to play Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Great geography tool. It was. Michael it Jeffrey was. Jordan was a geography major in college. I almost did it. But at UNC, where it is long. Actually, after I say this, we're going to talk about another guy who's departure tour i think it's it's saturday right (laughs) yeah fuck that guy Uh, but unc you can't take michael jordan's geography worth the shit because they are openly like we make up classes for our basketball players Mm -hmm. to take so it was in michael jordan no geography it was in michael jordan's come fly with me you know his high school math teacher was like, I told him Dude. to go to math because that's where the money was. How about, <laughs> Coach K? How about Coach K asking for the NCAA to put him in the Midwest region so he could play his, assuming that. he gets to the Sweet 16, can play his final, his last game in Chicago. In Chicago? Which he would, he's, he's, he's literally saying he would lose in the Sweet 16. He asked him to play his final game in Chicago. That game is in the Sweet 16. So he's like, hey, probably going to lose. <laughs> we'll be there. Side note, Chris Middleton just hit a right-handed <laughs> jumper. Looks pretty smooth. Dude, I, think that's his, I, think, I think that's his real – I think that's the way that he normally shoots. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> Dude, um, I was watching the... Why would Coach K... Coach K has no... Like, the high school that Coach K went to doesn't exist anymore. Like, it's one of those schools that's been abandoned. Like, they just 
they ran out of. Literally, I don't know because it's like a public school. People who know he has no ties. Chicago guy, or is the people from Chicago and him? Like that's the only people who know. It's not like a known thing. If he goes and they play in Chicago, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, you, it's his last." Do you hear about the Bobby thing. Knight thing? Where the Bobby oh, how Knight they said actually they did more. They like, don't talk. Yeah. Like, did we talk about this last time? Other? No, we but talk. I heard about it. Yeah, it was like the book, the book thing, the book excerpt came out, or somebody wrote a book. He said that he did more for Coach K than. He did for his kids, which I believe, because he basically beat Bob Knight. Basically, beat his kids in in full view. What's hilarious? DCFS never gave how nobody talks about how hardcore Bob Knight was about short shorts, and he just he was right. Like short shorts are back. That like how long did he hang out? Like, he was like, no, we're not wearing long shorts. Like, we will not do it. We're going to still wear Converse in 1996. (laughs) He just held out, and the thing he held strong on was the shorts. Like, that's crazy, where he's like, no, you ain't going to wear them long pants. You ain't going to walk around dressed like that. (laughs) Like, Like, that's crazy that somebody thought about that. I mean, it's, it was, Coach K was not really, he was his point guard at Army when Bobby Knight was the coach, but Coach K really doesn't seem like he's a, he's not a military, you know, like he, he doesn't seem like he's out of the mold of, like when Bob Knight Bob Knight Holy didn't go. Man. Bob Knight went to Ohio State, but he could have easily, if you reverse the roles, then it's totally believable. I Bob Knight they, they is the army. I don't know, but Bob Knight. I mean, I, my my grandpa, Grandpa Babington, loved Bobby Knight. Grandpa loved Babington. Bobby Knight, and he just he would always, but you know. I love certain things about Bob Knight, but I can't, you know, I can't justify that, that type of, I mean, it was, it went on. And like the, oh, just no, the, he was... the bowling and the, just the, just, the, he's just an ass. Like what he would do to, to the way he would belittle and talk down to people from his secretary. Yeah, no, Bob to his... Knight stinks. I'm not, I am not a Bob Knight guy. I just, I don't. But there's, he's, I don't he even knew think that's some... a conversation we're having, but I don't think Coach K is as far off from Bob Knight as people no. think he is, I guess would be my opinion of Coach He's K. like a new age. He's a and new like age I Bob said, Knight. He's, he's showing he's it now. A, he's such a fame whore, dude. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants is to be in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And like I said, nobody, if you're not from Chicago or if you don't know basketball, like you're not just a regular person who knows like, if you're just a regular person, you know that Tom Brady, as a Tampa Bay Buck, is playing a game in New, in New England. Like, you know that means something. Right? If you're just a regular person, you don't know Coach K's coaching his final game in his hometown. Like, he's never claimed Chicago ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. 
He's like Oprah in Nashville. Like, she just now decided to start being from here. Like, man, fuck. Yeah, that might be a road I don't want to go down. But, (laughs) um, yeah. So, yeah, he never says anything about Chicago. Leave that guy. No one needs him. He's he's very Benjamin Button-like. I feel like he's just regressing to, like, He's becoming a little whiny tantrum. He's becoming my my one and a half year old, my nineteen month old kid that goes into full body, you know, spasms where he doesn't get when you when you won't let him out at six thirty in the morning when it's forty three degrees and it's not even light out, but he wants to go outside and he just starts he pulls his head back and he wants to go and throw a full body. Spaz, and that's what Coach K does. If you Fake foul, injury. if you foul someone hard, or if you don't pay him homage in the proper way, like if you don't, it's like it's it feels like Hoosiers. It feels like we're watching kind of like a little bit of Hoosiers, where it's like, wait, did they have enough passes before they took a shot, or <laughs> did they like what the fuck is going on? And I've been talking about it for months, like. You, you sent me a message at like 6 in the morning. You're like, do you want to do a show tonight? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You're like, I was right about the Sixers. Brother. I was like, I was right I was like, about I, don't, Sixers, I don't know. Dude. I don't know. I don't know what your, what your Sixers take I was, might not have like, done it on here, but I I do have sources. Like I can – I think it actually might have been Sweezy where I was talking about Philly because he asked me what I thought about the Harden trade. And I was like, dude, I don't think people understand how – like good this trade is people think hard did people forget that kevin durant and kyrie irving are fucking psychos and like everybody's blaming it on the harden like why is he the weird one i don't understand that he's never been anything that he isn't like yeah he goes to strip clubs he never said he doesn't he likes to hang out he likes to party like no one ever said he doesn't so why was it thought that he was the cancer of this team? You literally have a dude who thinks the world is flat. And you're like, oh, James Harden stinks. Well, well, that guy over there thinks the world is flat. And the other guy, he joined the team he couldn't beat to win a championship. And now all of a sudden James Harden's a weirdo? Like, no, he'll be fine in Philly. And him and Joel Embiid are unstoppable in a pick and roll. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I never knew, I guess I never knew like how the OKC trio that was so young and so good. That what, you know, wait, can I, how did I never know that he could pass? Well, also, are you talking about the OKC trio that was so young and so good and the only guy who was willing to be the sixth man is the one who gets like gets confused as being the most selfish? He never started. Yeah, and he was willing to sure. come off the bench with the second team. Serge Ibaka and Thabo Cephalosha like, rounded out the averaged starting five? Wait, wait, wait. They had the guy from... Um, Somewhere was he Latin or was he from like Central America? Which one? Oh shit! Who did OKC? Oh, what no. was that OKC starting position, five? Like where? Part the four. OKC starting. Oh, I just five? had it. It was it. No, yeah, it was. Tabo Cephalosha was. Tabo. Um, 
obviously KD, Serge Ibaka, Westbrook. Yeah, so he was the first guy. So there's oh. always they always had some giant stooge. It's no, no, it's the dude who's Serge like Native American or something, right? Oh, Anyways. Eduardo Nahara? Was he no, that was Dallas. No. <laughs> that was way back. That, was, that, was, that was a pool right there, dude. Apparently there was two. <laughs> Eduardo Nahara. But, you know, they got, smoked. they got smoked. They got smoked 4-0 by which LeBron team? First, The first uh, decision team? But they were brand Was that the decision? First decision uh, team? I think that was the second yeah. year. Was the second oh, yeah, because they lost. Because they, they lost the first one to Dirk. Dirk Diggler. Yeah. No. Which I saw the Dirk Diggler um, thing about the same thing about Rayon. It was uh, Nate Burleson. Love Nate Burleson. But which everybody, Nate Burleson is hot in the streets Nate, right now. Nate dude. Burleson? If Nate Burleson interviewed Maddie for the CBS Morning News, then we would have probably. Had a lot more uh, followers right now because Nate Burleson brings some. On that guy. So, anyways, I've already been called off the CBS Morning News today because <laughs> that guy will not respond to me. But um, go into that. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, the <laughs> Dirk Diggler interview with him about how it was to be on the 75th anniversary team with Nate Burleson aired this morning, and then he. I forgot Steve Nash and Dirk Diggler were introduced with Don Nelson at the same time. And they yeah, both dude. looked like total morons. Dirk yeah, Diggler. They like idiots. Dirk Diggler, they asked him if he wanted to speak. He probably didn't know much English, but he was just like, mm, no. And Nash had like, I don't remember <laughs> him imagine? looking like that at the Santa Clara. He had like frosted tips. And he was only like imagine, 18 or 22 years old. Like he had frosted tips or something. at the time in the world that that happened? God. Those two? If, like if they introduced that guy and that guy as the heroes of your franchise. My buddy like, used to. Huh? My buddy Dolph. <laughs> You're talking about going, that little white guy and that big clumsy white guy? <laughs> dude, that's or, an NBA Jam trio though. Like, or duo. <laughs> Like, I'm all about NBA Jam duos in the back in the day where I'm just like, did I play NBA Jam with these two guys? And were they any good? Why weren't they good? If they weren't, then the programmer should be shot because these two would have been awesome. Dirk Nowitzki, go back in time with Steve Nash. Oh, um, man, it'd be insane. Pick and roll. Especially the way, like, Nash moves the ball and the way Dirk just splashes. They wouldn't have had a lot of, like, the – Probably like the quadruple flip dunks. Yeah. But well, if you could put like three in there, then we would put the Tyson ball Chandler just in goes there. Up and then drops back into it and just mm-hmm. splashes in where Dirk's just not even ripping net, dude. Dirk was so fucking cool. But I love, I loved that I was and like, Nash whoa, was so who cool. is that? I was like, wait, that's Steve Nash. Nash. Was so cool. Steve Nash was so, and everybody forgets he coaches the Nets. Like I forget it all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, Nash, he coaches over there. <laughs> New Jersey or a CBA version? No, I'm saying everybody forgets. No, I know. That's what it, I'm saying. Yeah, nobody's. It's like, oh yeah, Steve Nash is there. Nobody, he doesn't talk. Like. <laughs> I don't think he does any interviews. You're but his I think biggest, you're his biggest fan. I am. 
And um, I think Philly might win the whole fucking thing, though. I don't know, but it's a good run. It's a good ride. I'm watching. I'd love to see Harden get one. Marcus DeRozan just just hit a little fadeaway. On Harden is just so negative, and I don't think it needs to be. Yes, he's a terrible defender, (laughs) but the fact that they say he's not like a team. Speaking of Hoosiers, absurd. He wouldn't play five minutes for Gene Hackman in Hoosiers in the whole movie. Well, I just everybody says he's not a team player, and I don't get that. Like. He does whatever team like his no, team. No, he passes needs. the ball. He he does whatever like you said. He can <laughs> he does whatever the team needs besides being in pretty good shape. Be he's of always normal, in phenomenal shape. He fakes normal when he doesn't like a team anymore. That's the only flaw. He fakes fat when he doesn't like a team. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's got a knee injury till after the All-Star break. Now he's just got to drop some water weight. That's what he's got to do. And then Shoot, water weight. It's yeah, a thing. He, he's right back into it. That's what I do. Drop the water weight. But he is a great passer, which is underrated, I feel like. Stroke. Because because. Your point guard was Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City. You know, like, it was never... He was always the scoring two guard in in Houston. Like, you never... I don't remember him ever getting more than one assist in Houston. All of a sudden, he goes to, to Brooklyn, and he's averaging... I had told everybody... I, I could have won more than one assist. I could have won ten G's last year on like a seventy dollar bet. Seventy dollars for the best. One assist in Houston, Harden. Yeah, he never had that many assists. He averaged a triple double one. Nah, he did not. Yes, he did. It was the year after he got accused of not passing the ball. He just uh, he passed it too much. He gets a bad rap either way. Oh, People you're right. Like he him. did do that. He did. People do that. don't like him because I stand corrected. You're right. James Harden. I still don't know who the other. This is the, the time where he's gotten on the right team. People gave Westbrook and Durant too much credit for being these unselfish people, and like it just doesn't make sense. Like James Harden's the dude. I mean, look. Was it Kendrick Perkins? Was the fifth James starter the for only guy to make okay it out of the Kardashian family and not lose everything? True, no, dude. I mean Kanye hasn't lost everything besides his mind. No, he but has a video, a cartoon video, like claymation video about of Pete him, Davidson dying, of burying Pete Davidson in a rose garden, <laughs> so like weird. it's um, like it's the McConaughey uh, Bill Paxton movie, whatever it is. Huh? God, frailty. Great I don't movie. Know, I've never even heard religious of this movie. Frailty. We've talked about this before. You were supposed to watch it. You were supposed to watch it. You told me to watch like Dune, and I was like, "Watch Frail Two. I never told you to watch Dune. Maybe it wasn't Dune. I won't watch that movie. I don't know who you, you told me to watch. To. You told me to watch a Val like Kilmer movie. About, dude. You told me to watch a uh, Val you're Kilmer movie. You're talking about Willow. You told me to watch Willow. I told you to watch Frail Two. Dude, did you watch Willow? No, dude. Did you watch Frail Two? No, wait. You watch Willow. I'll watch Frailty. You have no idea. It's it's Val Kilmer with a 
I got time. I love Velcomer. It's 835. Velcomer's dying or something, right? I think something's wrong with Velcomer. I think something's debilitating disease. Velcomer. Let me Google that. That's a shame. That's a shame. Oh, yeah, I saw it. He's uh he smoked too much. He's got lung cancer. He's Cigarettes. Dying. Yep. Oh, Heaters three that. packs a day for I mean, thirty yeah, years. I'm sure he was ripping butts all the time. Anyways, you got anything you want to finish out on? Since I don't know even know where we started. <sighs> don't know where we started. You should. I used to be able to bring it back all the way. <laughs> what did we start with? And this it wasn't Russia. Work. This is either our worst work or our best work. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I just want the ticker to come back because that could be, we could type in what we started on and then like it would pull back, you know, like keywords that you typed in and we could, we could come all the way back like Kevin Bacon style. You know what I'm saying? I don't like Kevin Bacon. Well, no, I mean, (laughs) nobody really likes Kevin Bacon, but they, you gotta respect. There's at least six people that like the bacon. <laughs> I'm saying we just went way wormhole where we never came back, and I don't know and why. I think it was our best work yet. It might be our best work, but if we had that little ticker, you could hit some button. If we didn't fire our producer, you'd hit some button, and it could, <laughs> it could scroll across the screen, and we'd be like, "By the way," and then bring it all the way back to Dude. full circle. That's the way that I leave voicemail messages for two minutes and 47 seconds where people are like, dude, I just listened to the craziest voicemail and it was you talking for two minutes and 33 seconds about nothing and then all the way back in the last 12 seconds. I have no idea how you did it. We should get a voicemail thing. Because that's like oh, that was always great. Radio yeah, it's like sports radio voicemails. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. Let's bring back voicemails. We got letters. It'd be like two guys leaving voicemails. You guys are idiots. <laughs> and they'd be my friends. It'd just be Rob telling us we're stupid. <laughs> That'd be the only voice. What happened to Rob? I don't know. We'll see. He'll probably hear this. Oh, we, we can bring my brother on though. What? Bring it would on? probably make it would probably make our invite him right now. Thoughts. What's he doing right now? He texted me a while ago. I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to go right see him. Costco. Uh, he was supposed to be Costco whiskey seven thirty in the oh, morning yeah. for cheap whiskey. Kirkland whiskey. <laughs> Where is he at? I don't know, dude. I'm about are to... the Mallory's in Nashville? He just texted me. Yes, they I are. I don't even know what that is. That's old friends that are hanging out with Leo. Well, nobody burning it. the place We're down. dropping last names now, so I think it's about to cut it off. I don't off. think my brother. I think my brother went to drink margaritas now that his coaching career has ended with the teachers <laughs> down the street from the high school. I talked to him at like three o'clock, and I had like three hours left to do work. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to go drink margaritas. I'm like, okay. All right. And he's like, do you want to go buy whiskey with me at seven in the morning? And I was like, I think you're at Costco. 
I think I can get Blanton's for like 68 bucks. And I was like, all right, I'll go, whatever. Can I bring my kid? And he's like, I think so. And I was like, well, we're not drinking whiskey, so it should be fine. He gets up, my kid gets up at 6.06 anyways. And he's like, all right, I'll see you then. And I was like, oh yeah, he's ready to be on the podcast then. Because we have random things to talk about. Like Costco whiskey runs to get great deals at 8 a.m. <laughs> on a Saturday. We shall see. We shall see. We'll get him on. And he's texting me if the Mallory's are in Nashville. All right. Well, tell the Mallory's we said hi. That's Village Idiot Podcast. J-Mal. J-Mal. See ya. J and Debbie Mallory. Rode the bus <laughs> with them. All right. In second grade. <laughs>